Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of your Manifesting Bestie podcast, where we discuss all things mindset and manifestation. I'm your host, Flora Sivos, and today's topic is another highly requested subject, and I love talking about this because it really revolves around all universal laws, and it's about tapping into the flow state, which is the state of receiving, the path of least resistance, aligning you with every single thing that you desire and how to have a more of a life of ease, a life of pleasure, a life of play, a life of fun. Um, And what's so interesting about this topic is no matter what approach you take to make it happen, it's going to improve all aspects of your life. And the more that I see my clients practicing um, these certain practices, they are tapping into a life of so much pleasure, um, so much playfulness, and they're just easily getting the things that they want, whether it's around finances, whether it's around relationships, whether it's around friendships, new opportunities, um, improving their health, improving their appearances. Once you tap into the state of flow, which is really just the state of being your true self, your authentic self, your higher self, um, that's when you start getting all these beautiful pleasurable moments that just keep leading you from satisfaction to more satisfaction to more improvements and putting you on the path of the unfolding of all of your desires. So so we're going to jump right into this because I think we can all benefit from it. I'm going to share a lot of incredible feedback that my clients are seeing from these processes too that you can start implementing in your day-to-day life um, and the progress that I've seen in my life and the benefits it's shown me. It's just so juicy. It's so fun. I love talking about this. It puts me in such a good mood and I know how much it helps other people. And one of the first uh, thought leaders that I really heard discussing this was Abraham Hicks because she talks so much about the law of vibration and how the law of attraction is managing the law of vibration. And when we are not putting resistance into the equation, we're floating. We're in a flow state. So when the well-being is flowing to you, you just keep coming up on more events and more people and more circumstances that make you happier and happier and more playful and living in more bliss. But when we introduce resistance through thought, right, because resistance is just a thought pattern, the more that we introduce resistance, the more difficult life gets, the more that we struggle, um, the more that we experience things like depression, anxiety, panic attacks, um, the more we struggle financially, the more we struggle with our relationships, the more unworthy and unloved we feel because we keep introducing more and more resistance into the equation. So the path of least resistance is really just the path of allowing, the path of being our, our well-being selves, our happy selves, our higher selves. Um, without introducing resistant thought into the equation that is holding back your desires, that is holding back your manifestations, that it's like putting a fork into your own well-being, right? Why stick it with a fork? Well, we can just allow the energy to flow. We can allow the life force to continue to flow, leading us into all of our desires, right? Because that's truly what happens when you just let go. So, I know the process of letting go is a little bit difficult, and we'll touch uh, on that towards the end on how we can do that, Um, but I want us to really 
take a look at our life really quick, where we stand in, in regards to our desires, because I know we have endless desires that we want to accomplish. For me, you know, I have a lot of different new goals for my business, a lot of goals for my health that I'm working on, um, financial goals, more expansion, more rewards, more pleasure in my life. And I know we're all pretty much on the same path uh, within our own respective lives, right? So when we take a look at where we currently stand in regards to our desires, I want you to start noticing your habit of thought around the goal. The majority of us, when we think of our desires, we think of not having them and the pain that comes with not having it, right? We say, well, I don't have that loving, stable relationship yet, so I'm unhappy and I don't feel worthy. I don't have the money flowing in, so I am struggling. I can't afford this. I want to go on a vacation and I can't. I can't take time off of my job, right? We look at all the things that we cannot do. Um, I'm trying to lose weight. I'm trying to get into better shape, but it's just so difficult for me. I don't feel comfortable in, you know, getting dressed up. I don't feel comfortable in going out. So we, we tend to look at our relationship with the things that we want and we offer a lot of resistance to it where we can flip the script and say different things about it and feel different about it as in I know it's in the process of unfolding. I know it's just a matter of time before I get what I want and I'm really enjoying the journey of receiving it and I'm enjoying um, just thinking about it through my imagination and how playful I feel when I think about these things. How good it feels to think about what I'm going to do with all that money. How good it feels to think about the love that I'm going to receive in that relationship. And actually, I can find things in my life right now that I feel love towards, right? Because I'm surrounded by love in my community, in my friendships, um, in my place of work, within my family, right? I have love everywhere. And then if we look at, you know, the energy of money, money is abundance. We have an abundance of water, an abundance of fresh air. We have an abundance of food, at least the most of us do, right? In our fridge, we have an abundance of things that we can appreciate around us. So it's more about tapping into what we currently have, showing appreciation for it to allow the resistance to ease up. Because when we're offering continuous thoughts of resistance, of not having, not having, lacking, everything's missing, everything's going wrong, all we're really doing is matching up with the frequency and the vibration of lacking more things, right? And then we're going to feel more emotions of not having, and that's when we spiral. And um, something that was really interesting, and the reason I wanted to even put this into a, an entire podcast episode was because of a breakthrough that I had with a recent client. And I've been working with her for about three months. She's a one-on-one -on -one coaching client of mine. And her, she had two main goals. One of them was um, to release her feelings of depression. She, she feels that she's a depressed person and it's very difficult for her to cope. The other thing that she wanted to do is lose weight, right? She wanted to feel better in her body. She felt like she really let herself go. And she felt that if she can, you know, cure her depression and, and look better and feel better in her own skin, pretty much all of her problems are going to go away. So when a, a person comes to me and tells me that they're depressed, I have to be so careful with the prescription that I'm going to give them um, on this journey of manifestation, right? You... You're, you can't do the typical, okay, well, you know, think positive thoughts, it's all in your head. Like, no, we, we definitely cannot take that approach. When someone tells me they're battling depression, um, it's just showing that they are living in their past. 
They are not able to tap into the present moment. And people who, on the other end, deal with anxiety are constantly living in the fear of the future. They're very anxious. So again, they're not living in the present moment. And I'm going to tie in how the present moment, the generous present moment, is your path of least resistance. The present moment is actually your path of allowing, your path of receiving all things that are good that you have been calling in. And that's why the the topic of this being in flow state truly is the power of now, the power of the present. So when we're looking at something like depression, and again, I'm going based off of um, what I did with my client here, she has so much trauma from her past, which is understandable and it is valid, and she's been carrying it around for, I want to say, 30 plus years. So her, her trauma from childhood has allowed her to really spiral backwards and it uh, prevents her from being present, which again is robbing her of her joy, robbing her of her health, robbing her of her happiness. And her manifestations are obviously being at a standstill or if anything being pushed further away from her because she is always vibrating at the frequency of fear sadness, loneliness, lethargy, depression, right? She's having a really hard time getting into that high vibrational state of joy and just being and being present. So um, if if we're looking at the things of I want to cure my depression and I want to lose weight, well, again, like we uh, spoke about in the last episode, your physical health is just an extension of your emotional well-being. So we'll tie in depression with her weight um, being pretty much two symptoms of, of the same issue, the same core issue, which is her lack of being present. Um, so I asked her, I'm like, you know what, we're going to do something different. Um, we're going to do the identity work, which is what I have to go through with every single one of my clients. That's why I am an identity transformation and manifestation coach. We're going to do the identity work of you being the individual who's already in shape, who loves her body, who's carefree, all that good stuff. But we really need to look at the presence. So I asked her two things. I said, what is something that you can enjoy doing that you would love to do if you had free time that you don't offer any resistance to? Meaning you don't have, you don't feel like you have to look good. You don't feel like you have to compete in it. Um, you don't feel like you have to progress in it. There's no performance uh, requirement about this hobby or this practice. What is something that feels really, really good to you? And she said swimming. So she likes to be in the water, not racing, not, you know, doing any type of performance, just being in the water, floating, swimming, being at ease. That's one form. And I said, okay, that's really good. And what's another thing that you enjoy doing? Again, non-performance based, nothing that you can offer resistance to, something that just feels really fucking good for you. She said she likes to drive around at night and sing in her car. And I was like, perfect. You just gave me the two best things to use as a fuel to put you into the path of least resistance and get you into the present moment. So I told her, um, the movement of your body is an incredible way to tap into presence without feeling the pressure of society of needing to perform, needing to look a certain way or be a certain thing. You can just be present. So I told her, Your prescription daily is to go for a swim. She has a a neighborhood pool. And I said, if the weather doesn't allow it, if it's just not possible or if it's too late at night and you got home from work and there's no way you can go to the pool, 
I'm like, you have to take a drive and sing in your car because that's the second thing that you really enjoy doing that you do not judge yourself on, that you have no resistance to, and that you don't sit there and spiral out of control into depression thinking that you have to be better than who you are currently. And I'm like, these two things are going to allow you to tap into the present moment. And obviously she gave me a lot of resistance and she pretty much told me that she thinks this is kind of silly. She doesn't understand how this is going to help her lose weight, feel better, get her manifestations to be on and popping and rolling in. Um, And she definitely doesn't understand how this is going to cure in her depressive episodes. And I was like, listen, you have to just trust the process. And I'm like, listen, you already paid for your sessions to work with me this month. You might as well do it. You might as well just go along with what I'm saying. And we're going to continue the identity work behind the scenes together where we do the the normal self-talk work the meditations, the sleep tape affirmations that I usually recommend. So she went on for one month of going swimming, just being present. There's so many ways to tap into the present moment. You can do breath work, you can dance, um, you can do massages, which is like one of my favorite ways. Obviously, my love language, as I mentioned before, is physical touch. Um, She chose swimming, you can do singing, you can do... um, meditation on is meditation is one of the best ways to tap into the present of just being still um and if you guys want to read more up on this check out the book called the power of now all about being in the present moment where your worries and your problems and your resistance disappear and what we really want to look at in the present moment is if we're not living in the past we can't be depressed and if we're not living in the future we cannot experience anxiety Depression and anxiety are the two most common things that my clients experience uh, because they don't know how to be present. They don't know how to just be. And this, you know, this is going to tie into a lot of issues that we're facing currently with our attention span and social media. We're constantly living in everybody else's business and, and comparing ourselves and just not feeling good enough and feeling traumatized from our past and things like that, right? We're never really living in the present moment. And that's what that whole book, The Power of Now, is about. It's the present moment and how you actually have zero problems to deal with. There's no problem. There never was a problem. There never is going to be a problem if you just remain present. And when you are present, you receive downloads for your manifestations. You receive downloads for inspired action. You receive downloads on things to do next and next and next that are going to make you feel better and better and better. Um, So back to my client. So she started doing her daily prescription of going swimming, just being still. At first, she was so resistant to it. She's like, Flora, like, I don't get it. And I'm like, let me ask you something. Do you feel happy when you're doing that practice of just being in the water at your pool? She's like, yeah, I feel so good. I kind of just like go into a meditative state. I doze off. I float on my floaty. I'm just there. I'm like, okay, that's the point. Like you're, at, you're, you're doing it right. You're just there. You're just being still. You're just being present. You're enjoying the feeling of the water. You're enjoying your body floating under the water. You're not offering resistance to anything. And then at nighttime, again, if she would get off work really late, she would take those drives where she can blast her music and sing on the top of her lungs, opening up that throat chakra, which a lot of us need to get better at doing. And we'll talk about that on another episode. Um, so she did all of this for one month. And again, we did our typical identity transformation work together. And this is what I take my clients through step by step to transform their self-concept into the individual that they would like to be. 
I worked together with her for nearly three months and let me share some incredible results with you guys. Not only did she not experience her depressive episodes, they went away after her first month, but she since for the three months that we worked together has lost 42 pounds of weight. 42 pounds of weight. And notice I never told her to diet. I didn't ask her to get more activity in by going to the gym. Um, I really, what I did is I subtracted things from her life that offered resistance. All of that would create more resistance for her, right? If I told her to diet, she would get into her head about the diet. It would offer resistance. She would feel like she's not doing good enough, she needs to eat less, she should starve herself. Um, going to the gym, again, it creates resistance. You feel like you need to compete with people. You feel like you, you're not seeing progress, so you don't feel too good in your own skin. You see other people doing better than you, and again, you go into your depressive episode. So we kind of eliminated all those things in one. And all I said is just be still and find your presence and do the things that have absolutely zero resistance in your life. And this is going to look different for everyone. Okay, you might not be like her, you, you might hate the water, you might hate singing, but maybe you like to take walks, uh, maybe you enjoy dance in your own private time, maybe you, I don't know, you, you love to meditate, maybe you love to write, you love to journal, um, maybe you're an artist, you like to paint, you like to draw, you like to mold and sculpt, maybe you like to be around animals, right, that's something for me too, like I, when I spend time with my dog, I'm like the happiest person in the world, um, so you have to find your thing that allows you to tap into the present, because the way that Joe Dispenza, Dr. Joe Dispenza describes the presence is, he calls it the generous present moment of the unknown, where you are not drawing around yesterday's problems, and you're not clinging around to the anxiety of tomorrow's problems. You're just present and still. And if you guys know stillness is such a huge part of meditation, and especially in the spiritual community, they say, if you cannot get still to meditate for 20 minutes, then you should probably meditate for an hour. And every time I hear that quote, I'm like, damn, I'm one of those people who has such a hard time quieting their mind and just being present, right? I feel like I'm always going at 100 miles an hour in my mind, running through all the different scenarios, and it just stopped. Like, our, our minds really bully us into thinking something's wrong. Our minds really bully us into adding resistance into things that don't even have a problem. Our minds bully us into going into the worst case scenario. Our minds bully us into playing um, the co comparison game with other people. If we're good enough, if we're not good enough, if we're pretty enough, if we're smart enough, if we're rich enough, we're all guilty of it right? Our minds can really bully us into these things. And it's because we're not present. So when, when we can ground ourselves into present moment to the generous present moment, we are tapping into what's called the unknown. And you can read more about this in another book, um, Becoming Supernatural by Joe Dispenza. He really focuses on the generous present moment, where you are not attaching your identity to your current habits, circumstances, and problems. So when you can remove yourself from the past, you are also no longer creating the same predictable future that you've been stuck in, like a loop, kind of like a hamster wheel. And when you ground yourself in the present through some, some form of distraction, really what it is. You're, you're distracting yourself from your, your problems. Um, that's why movement is such a good way. In my opinion, I think breath work and EFT are 
the, the best ways to do this because they also regulate the nervous system. Um, and when you tap into the present moment, you are open to downloads. You are open to your higher self coming in, tapping you on the top of your head and saying, hey, this is your next step. This is what you need to do next. This is where you should go right now. And you get impulses, you get urges, and you need to listen to these urges. Um, because that's your higher self tapping in and telling you, hey, this is leading you to your desire. This is going to get you to where you want to go. Um, and since we've stopped working together, me and her, she has continued this, this process of her pretty much distracting herself by something that feels fun. She has kind of changed it up. She's now doing more breath work exercises. She likes to take walks outdoors. She's still doing the swimming stuff. And not only has she lost the weight and allowed her depression to go away, she's gotten a massive raise in her business, um, which took her from being like an associate manager um, to being a financial advisor within a huge company that she works for. So it's safe to say she got a really massive pay increase. She didn't even tell me that she was having financial issues. So that was one of her manifestation goals but look at what came out of it she reduced her stress she released her anxiety and her depression she tapped into the present and she was just still she was just enjoying who she is she stopped offering thoughts of resistance she stopped offering thoughts of fear she stopped clinging on to the past depression she stopped clinging on to her past identity what does she get her mood improved, right? The depression went away. She lost a lot of stubborn weight, which she's still working on, um, reducing more and more. Now she got a pay increase at her job. It's like things just keep getting better and better and better for her. And the last time we spoke, she was telling me that her and her specific person are uh, rekindling their old flame. And I'm like, that's really interesting to see the happier you get, the better things in your life get. The, the least resistance you offer, the more things improve because your job is to just be, is to just be yourself, is to just be present, is to realize that there is no real big problem. What can you do in this present moment to just feel joy and satisfaction and pleasure? Um, and I talk about this a lot on my live streams when we talk about divine feminine energy, tapping into pleasure is one of the best ways to calling your manifestations and to be present in the moment. And that pleasure can be anything, the joy of receiving. And a lot of, uh, especially a lot of women have a hard time with pleasure because there's taboo around self-pleasure. We talked about this on the sex energy manifestation podcast episode a few weeks ago. Um, if you can offer yourself pleasure and openness to receiving pleasure in your own body, again, that is aligning yourself with the frequency of more things that create pleasure in your life and more joy and more bliss and more freedom and more abundance. That's you tapping into the present moment with that self-pleasure practice. So that's another way that you can do it. Um, but I just thought it was so interesting. That every time we spoke, more things in her life began to improve. Depression's gone. Weight is improving. She feels better in her own skin. Her love life is improving. She's getting a massive raise at her job into a position she didn't feel she was even qualified for. So you see how it's kind of like a domino effect. The better it gets, the better it gets. But the majority of us are living it backwards. The worse it gets, the worse it gets. We focus more on the resistant thought. We're never present. We're always living in the past or we're living in the future. We cannot tap into present moment. And that is where there is no resistance. It's the present. So the presence is a gift. 
you just looking around your surroundings and enjoying yourself, enjoying what is there, being still is your path of least resistance. And when I tell you guys, that is when you receive the downloads for inspired action on what to do next. I am not joking. A lot of people experience this during their meditation, um, which is why in my workshop and in my one-on-one coaching, I always say start your day with meditation. I don't just say that because it's the popular thing to say or because men, uh, a meditation is trendy. It's because what meditation does is it creates stillness of the mind to pull you into the present moment where you release resistance of your problems, of your uh, identity, where you're you're still, you're not comparing yourself. Your your identity is 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 like a blank canvas, and from that blank canvas, you receive downloads. You receive downloads on what to do next, where to go next. What's going to bring you more joy? What's going to bring you more pleasure? Your higher self knows what you want. It knows what what you've been looking for. It knows how to help you get there. The least resistance you have, the more joy you're going to experience. There was a really interesting interview that uh, Michael Jackson, the late Michael Jackson did, which I remember and it has always stuck with me. And it's about inspired action and receiving the downloads from your intuition. So he would say that in this interview, he mentioned that when he got an idea, like an impulse for a new song or lyrics for a new song or, or, or an idea for his new project, he said he would have to stop what every single person is doing and he, he needed to write it down and execute it. So he would get the urge, he would get the impulse from his higher self. He would have to stop everything he's doing to act on the impulse because he knows that it's leading him to his manifestation, his next desire. And that is when he would execute his best work in music. And the reason he said he had to stop what he's doing because he said since we're all connected um, through the collective consciousness, that if he gets the idea and he misses the opportunity to execute, he goes, it's going to go to Prince, right? Prince was his competition. So he's saying, if I don't act on the impulse, if I don't get the download and do something with it, if I don't execute, if I don't act on it, right? Aligned action is a thousand times uh, more progressive than forced action. He said, if I don't get to do that, then that amazing idea that infinite intelligence just sent me is going to go to Prince. And then Prince is going to execute and get the fruit of that labor and not him. And I remember listening to this interview, I'm like, shit, like he's so brilliant. That is so smart. When you get these urges, listen to them. Listen to them, especially if they feel good, right? Remember that your emotions are your internal GPS, your internal guidance system, and they're always trying to lead you to the path of least resistance. So if you get an urge and you get an impulse and it's exciting and it's fiery and it's passionate, act on it, follow it. I don't care if it's telling you to go to Target, follow it. Maybe somebody's there that you have to speak to, that you have to run into, or you're going to see something that inspires you for the next action, but act on it. When I heard that interview, I'm like, damn, there are so many urges I've gotten in my life that felt so good, and I was so scared to act on them. I was fearful. I would talk myself out of it, and I would give myself a million reasons why that that impulse is stupid, and I shouldn't follow it uh, because it's going to lead to failure and embarrassment and blah, blah, blah. I think that happens to all of us probably 10 times a day. But when we're getting in tune with ourselves, we're going to notice these urges and these impulses more, the more present we are. 
And the more present we are, the more downloads we receive and we can interpret that the download feels good. We can act on it. That is what you call aligned action. So the path of least resistance step by step gets you closer and closer and closer to the things that you want, to the things that you desire. But you need to be still. You have to quiet yourself and withdraw your attention from the 3D reality that is clogging your brain up and fucking with your emotions every single day. So if we can create that blank canvas in the morning through meditation, through some breath work, um, through that feel good things of showing appreciation and gratitude, the more downloads we receive for our path to get us from point A to point B of where we're trying to go. That's what you call aligned action versus forced action. Forced action is, oh my God, I have to wake up at 5 a.m. to go to the gym even though I'm so fucking tired. I don't even want to go, but I promised myself I was going to lose this weight. So let me set the alarm for, you know, the 5 a.m. gym course. And then when I wake up, I hate my life. Everything is hurting. Um, I have the worst workout, right? That's forced action. Aligned action takes you step by step by offering you least resistance to wherever it is that you want to go. And it's always going to feel good. It's going to put you in a higher emotional state. That's how you know it's your higher self speaking to you. Check the emotion scale. How do you feel when you get the impulse? Do I feel joy? Do I feel excited? Do I feel grateful? Do I feel um, anxious in a good way, like eagerness? Am I ready for the next step? Or do I get an impulse and I'm like, oh my God, that's the worst thing I ever thought of. I'm terrified. I'm not going to do that. So check your emotional scale of how you feel when these impulses come in after you've been still for quite some time. It might take you a month of getting familiar with your higher self to know what these things feel like and sound like to you. But let me tell you that month is worth it. If you can maybe take some time and, you know, obviously if you're in my workshop, you know I assign this every single day in your protocol is the morning meditation um, that we do together. Do it. Don't skip out on the morning work because your morning um, practice, your morning protocol is what's going to align you with your path of least resistance for that day. I would much rather get an impulse for one thing, one idea of taking aligned action than forcing myself to do 10 things that day that I don't want to do because I know that one little segment of aligned action will get me so much closer to what I'm trying to do than me trying to force it on my end because my higher self knows where it is and what it is and how it's going to get to me. I just have to listen. I just have to be open. And to be open, you have to be present. You have to be still. You have to ground yourself in the present moment to tune in with yourself. And that just might be going for a walk, going for a swim, dancing around your living room with music playing when nobody's home, singing and screaming at the top of your lungs, breath work, whatever it is. Wherever you're not judging yourself, you're not offering resistant thought, and you're able to be grounded and present and feel yourself, that's the present moment. That's the generous present moment that all these books talk about when you are aligned with your higher self and you are ready to receive impulses, downloads to take your next step. If you guys want to hear more about my clients' testimonies uh, where they share a lot about how they get through so much progress with working with me one-on-one or just by using my downloadable workshop on my website, 
go to my site. It's yourmanifestingbestie.squarespace.com. It's on my social media. And you can read hundreds of these testimonials. And they will all blow your mind because one thing that all these people have in common is they just decided to get happy. They just decided to stop resisting their own well-being. They found a way to distract their minds from their problems. And when you can do that distractional act, you're literally tapping into the, the path of most fulfillment, most enjoyment, least resistance, and everything in your life seemingly just gets better and better step by step. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. Uh, and I always get questions on the books that I mentioned. So two books that I really recommend for being more present, tapping into the now, again, is The Power of Now and Becoming Supernatural. Both of these books have helped me tremendously with sharpening my mindset and getting more in tune with my higher self to receive impulses to get my manifestations to that next level. And I know it's going to serve you and help you guys tremendously as well. I hope you guys have an amazing week ahead of you. And we'll be back again next Monday with another episode of your Manifesting Bestie podcast. I love you guys.